everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Girls Are Players 2. I'm Brooklyn. And I'm Heather. And Mom, kind of talk to the view. Oh my gosh, talk to the listeners about... Well, first of all, you're live from the sorority house, and it sounds like you're sitting in a dryer. I am live from the sorority house, (laughs) and my AC is going crazy right now. (laughs) And you don't don't have a car. I can't even. I almost said go sit in the car. Yeah, I almost said go sit in the car, but your car's broke down. Uh, I would if I had a car right now. (laughs) Um, So, great week. (laughs) <laughs> it's been a really good week. <laughs> Adulting is fun, right? Adulting is not fun. I wish I could just stay like a little child forever and like not have to worry about a loud AC or a broken car or anything. So um, because of all of our technical difficulties, uh, car mechanical issues, so on and so forth, we're going to have a pretty quick episode this week. Um, but you're going to talk, I, you're what? I'm so excited to be <laughs> filming an episode <laughs> from over the phone. Are you hiding like in the bathroom? Are you like in your room? <laughs> I'm in my room. I'm in my room. Like, listen to how loud it is. How do you sleep with that so loud? It's so loud. Who put it so loud? I don't, nobody. It just started making noises. <laughs> It literally, like, it normally only goes on for, like, five minutes, and then it will stop, but it's been going on for, like, 25, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, I literally don't know what to do. Um, so, we're going like, to talk. I can't hear my, I can't hear myself think. <laughs> like, I can't think properly right now. I just don't, I can't hear myself think. Well, give me, like, 20 minutes of your life to think properly. I mean... I'll do my best. I, I, we can't really blame the air conditioner because earlier you forgot your ABCs. <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> I was very stressed. I don't take tests very well, and I was very stressed. I forgot that Q came after. I mean, <laughs> I forgot that Q. I forgot that Q came before R. I didn't say my ABCs. That's okay. That's okay. When I took my test, homeschool fell. So today we're going to talk about the Bell Witch. But first, first, I have a good news story. Let's hear it. For our listeners. So a Kansas farmer plants 1.2 million sunflowers for his wife. That's it. That was (laughs) (laughs) the end. (laughs) I was thinking it was going to be like for. There was going to be more too, but it says wife A. Okay, so (laughs) okay, so I didn't read the hyphen, so I can't read hyphens and I can't say my ABCs. But we're going to try this again. So Kansas farmer plants 1.2 million sunflowers for his wife for their perfect. 50th anniversary and i honestly think that is so sweet i got this article off of the good news network yet again i feel like we have an ongoing pattern of getting our news stories from this website um he sacrificed 80 acres of crops so he could give his wife a gift she'll never forget 
It added up to 1.2 million sunflowers. And Who he kept it a secret for. I have no idea. He said it added up to about 1.2 million. Estimated. And he kept it a secret. He kept it a secret for three months after planting them in May until their big day in August. <laughs> and there's you, like a whole, how do you like, hide 1.2 million sunflowers million sunflowers yeah that no just idea. goes to show you they have a ton of acreage and she could give a crap about what goes on, on the land yeah it, it says that people came from miles around to take pictures and experience the flowers in bloom near the town of pratt off highway 54 in kansas and we love and there's like a little video and everything it's really cute all the sunflowers are beautiful and there is cute little old couple and we love sunflowers because Mimi, my mom, your yeah, grandma, I love loved sunflowers. sunflowers. Yeah. Well, that's a cute story. How long, how many years yeah. have they been married? 50. It was her 50th anniversary gift from him. Well, we're going to have to tell Buddha he needs to step his game up. My aunt and Look, uncle. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. If my husband doesn't plant me 1.3 million sunflowers for our 50th wedding, if I make it to a 50th wedding anniversary. Hey, I can barely hold a relationship up for two months, dude, more I, like 50 years. I'm so old. I'm not, I wouldn't, even if I got married today, I probably wouldn't make it to 20 years. That's how old That's I've not gotten. That's true. It is. You're not that old. Uh, it's You're not going to die at 60. I might, Come if on. I got married again. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Lord, take me quick. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Just Don't kidding. let me suffer in this anymore. <laughs> um... I had something else. Oh, we were talking about um, our aunt and uncle just celebrated 50 years and they had a big party and they renewed their wedding vows. He wrote her a song, which is still pretty sweet. I mean, it wasn't 1.2 million sunflowers, but sunflowers. to write somebody a song and then sing it. What it was it called? 50 years isn't enough or something was kind of cute. Yeah, it was really That's cute. pretty sweet. He does too. a whole bunch of he plays a guitar and makes his own little music yeah i think he cute. made like a song for um donna's birthday one year didn't he i don't know i kind of feel like maybe know. he did but um yeah it was he's cute. written her a few songs yeah all right so, so the bell witch talk to us we did, we did an urban legend on. when we first started our podcast about the it hills was one bar of our marina very first it was like a bonus episode but now let's yeah, talk the Bell Witch. Is, yeah, so the Bell Witch story, I mean, I feel like if you are from Tennessee, you probably know about this story. Um, I was very intrigued with it yet again when I was little. So something about me and Urban Legends, we just have like a nice little bond. Um, but basically, John William Bell Sr. was born in... British America and he moved to Adams, Tennessee with his spouse, Lucy Williams Bell, and they had six children um, together and they bought this house in Adams, Tennessee had like a nice little farm on it. Um, him and Lucy were together for uh, 50 years. No, actually, this is kind of insane. He married Lucy Williams in 1782 when she was 12 years old and he was 32. <gasps> Whoa. Anyways, so um, 
That's interesting. Um, okay. Well, they have six children. <laughs> well, no wonder this is a horror, a horror movie or horror, yeah, no horror tale. Yeah. So they they had six children named Jesse, Betsy, Richard, John Jr., Drury, Drury. Okay, and Benjamin. Ben. Um. Oh, good old Ben. So. John and his daughter, which I'm getting this off of Wikipedia right now, um, but some of it I remember from like when I was younger and was intrigued with it. But John and his daughter, Betsy, began to be plagued by a goblin-like entity that came to be known as either the Bell Witch or Kate Bat's Witch, after Kate Bat's, a neighbor, a neighbor of the Bell family. The bell witch apparently appeared to John one day when he was inspecting his fields because he was a farmer and it took form of an animal but ran off before he could shoot it. Hmm. Then the bell witch began attacking family members and visitors of the house and even the community around the house. Um, Andrew Jackson visited the bell witch household in 1819 to experience it firsthand. Um no one really knows if the Bell Witch was actually like real or if um, John Bell was just had a neurological disorder um, because not a lot of disorders were known in the early 19th century and not a lot of treatment options were available. Um, but he ended up dying in 1820. At age 70. And let me see if I can figure out how he died. Um, but they still have like an Adams, Tennessee, which is a little north here of Nashville. They still have yeah, like all still, sorts of like festivals and they tell stories about it. Like, I feel like maybe yeah, the Bell Witch still, didn't just end with him. Yeah. So it still stands... Um, their house and everything. It's like a tourist spot. And then they have a Bell Witch Cave, which you can actually uh, take tours in. Nope. Um, if you go Pass. to their website, which no, I don't think that would be kind of fun. I'm out. I feel like a, a witch would haunt me go and like, the cave would collapse on I'm me out. or something. I don't know. I'm sitting in the car. Um, you know, who could be sitting in a car? Me. I don't have a car. <laughs> I knew that was um, coming. <laughs> so I'm trying to read a little bit more about it. Um, so John Bell died trying to see if they had like his story because I just saw it and then I forgot about it. So there was a trial that happened called the Clinard and Burgess trial in 1868. And it says the bill, which was, and is still a great scapegoat. Every circumstance out of the regular order of things is attribute attributed to the witch. It has not been long since a man claiming to be the witch was waylaid and murdered by two men who were cleared on the plea that the murdered men had bewitched them. They have books and everything that talk about this. Um, there have been many reportings of, like, I mean, obviously, like, I've watched ghost investigation TV shows and, like, they've gone to the house and, uh, have like heard stuff on like their little voice boxes or their no whatever they use to like detect all of the ghosts and everything. They've had stuff come through that's kind of like creepy to me. Um, 
but back then john bell and his wife lucy had reported like the sheets would have been like ripped off of like their bed while they were sleeping like their bed would start to like shake as if like an earthquake was like hitting tennessee and like everyone knows earthquakes don't hit tennessee they do Um, hit tennessee that's how real foot lake was made I've kids. never experienced an earthquake. Well, doesn't mean that you that we have earthquakes every day, but that's how Real Foot Lake was made. Anyways, so the haunting began sometime in 1817 when John Bell witnessed the apparition of a strange creature resembling a dog with the head of a rabbit, um, which I stated previously. The family heard sounds of gnawing on the beds, invisible dogs fighting, and chains along the floor. About at the same time, John Bell began experiencing paralysis in his mouth. Mouth? The phenomenon grew mouth. Okay. Like what you talk with. Okay. The phenomenon grew in intensity as sheets were pulled from beds when the children slept. Soon the entity pulled hair and scratched the children with particular emphasis. And Betsy, who was with her dad when she, when they both experienced or I guess found this strange animal, Betsy was slapped, pinched, and stuck with pins by this entity. Um, so, obviously, this bell witch was very active towards mainly John, Lucy, and Betsy. The rest of the children aren't really mentioned within this. Um it says Andrew Jackson was intrigued with the story and his men were frightened away after traveling to investigate, which I mean, heck if our president is scared, that's, that's bad. <laughs> right. If the president of the United States is scared to walk in your home, you need to move. Um, I'm trying to see. I want to figure out how John Bell died. John Bell Sr. John Bell died on December 19th, 1820 at the age of 70. After his death, the witch was no longer reported as attacking Bell's family. The Bell witch is said to have disrupted the funeral service that they held for John singing baldy drinking songs. Singing what? The witch was baldy B-A-W-D-Y, Baldy mm. Drinking okay. Songs. Okay. The Bell Witch was said to have said that she fixed him and I did it and he will not get up after the murder occurred. John Bell was the first person in history to pass away of supernatural causes. So nobody really knows how he died. And I mean, I don't know how true this is, but have you ever heard? I mean, when you were little, did you hear of the Bell Witch? Yes, I think we talked about this on the podcast before where you have to, uh, to this day, I refuse to do it or say it. I still get creeped out if I see it. Bloody Mary. No. That's Bloody Mary. No. But there's another one that you do in the mirror with the bell witch. That's what I'm saying. You're supposed to say that you don't like her so many times over and over and she will appear and scratch you. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't know how true this is because this did happen. I literally just said that and the dog jumped up and is now looking out the door. So, like, I'm horribly creeped out. Maybe she's outside of your door right now. Stop. 
stop because I will turn <laughs> this off and go downstairs. I'm trying to figure out how John Bell died because. Oh, okay. Here we go. According to which legends, a small vial containing an unidentified liquid was found that John Bell had taken some of the previous evening. John Bell Jr., which I think was his son. Um, hold on, I lost it. Ugh. Gave some of the liquid to the cat and it died almost instantly. And it is said that the witch spoke up and then said it had given John Bell a large dose from the vial. So I don't know how, like, if this entity was like, you know, like, you don't really see ghosts. Or, like, if this was, like, an actual, like, animal or something that was, like, taunting them. I don't know. It's a really confusing story. I don't know, but I'm completely so creeped. I'm, I'm, I'm so creeped out right now that. We just got, you need to talk quicker. Okay. Because like the cat's like staring at the wall. It was nice knowing you. Oh. <laughs> 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 well, anyways, I mean, that's kind of all I can really find on it. But they give tours. Um, uh, the Bell Witch Cave. They give tours out in Adams, Tennessee. It's called the Bell Witch Cave and Farm. Um, I don't want to go I'm to the cave. Sure you, they have like shows sure that you can go up there I'm and they pretty, like do. Bro. Bro. They have shows where they like <laughs> tell the story. I would like to go to that, but I don't want to go in a cave. So they have cave tours and cabin tours. I would go in so, a cabin maybe. Well, it's the same cabin that they lived in. But not the cave. The John Bell cabin the John Bell cabin is furnished with time period pieces and get gives guests a first hand look of how the Bell family lived in the eighteen hundreds. The John Bell cabin houses our collection of pictures, books, documents, and genealogy. Which I think that's like pretty cool. Oh, it's not the actual home, it's just a replica of the Bell family home. Hmm. But I have heard when I was younger, I was very intrigued with the cave and I heard stories that you can hear a spirit or like something would like tap you on the shoulder while you were in the cave. They say the cave is a little bit more haunted than like the area around it. Um, and I'm pretty sure maybe it wasn't this, but it was like a picture that I had seen a long time ago of like the opening of the cave. And it was like, beware of, like spirits or something like that. So you could not pay me to go in that cave. No, thanks. I would not go in that cave. I like, would not be like, going in the cave. It's like gated off. Like looking at pictures, it's literally like gated off. And like there's cages and all kinds of stuff in there. They have special events, and it's the full moon at the Bell Witch Cave, which, you know, they say on full moons, stuff like that is supposed to be, like, extra active. Okay, I'm creeped out. Enough. Okay. Okay. It would be one thing if you were here, but I'm here by myself, and the animals are being funny, and I hear noises. John Bell is also buried there, so all of his <laughs> wife, him... <laughs> His wife, him, and his six children, I'm pretty sure, are all buried within that property. So, I think they give, like, a tour of, like, the little cemetery, too. 
Okay, so if you're listening to this and you have been to the Bell Witch Cave or a tour or done the deed in the mirror <laughs> that I will not repeat again. That does not sound right. Okay, well, if you have done the... <laughs> If you've super done the deed in the mirror, if you've done the super, are you serious? If you've done the super superstitious thing in the mirror that I mentioned earlier on the podcast, I want you to leave us a comment or send me a message because I want to know if you got scratched or if it's. I would love to know if that's just like an old folk tale. Okay, or I think you should go true. do it tonight at eleven o'clock. No, absolutely not. Tell Kara to do it. No, absolutely not. She'll do it. I, w- I don't want our house haunted. <laughs> it doesn't haunt your house. It just scratches you. You don't know that. You've I never done that. it. No, you're right. And I won't because I'm a big chicken. Yeah, I know you're a big chicken. Well, next we'll, well, next we'll talk about, not, maybe not next week, but we need to talk about the Chapel Hill light. Do you know about the Chapel Hill light? Yes, I've heard about it. We'll talk about that one. One day, too. Mommy, you forget that I used to be, like, heavily invested in stories like this when I was younger. Okay. My little ghost hunter. Your little ghost hunter? My little ghost hunter. I would totally go on it. I would totally go on a ghost hunt. Mm. I think I would have a lot of fun. I'm, I'm okay with it to an extent. But if it gets a little bit too real, I'm out. Yeah. Like I did the, Carrie and I did the ghost tour, the voodoo, the voodoo lady ghost tour in New Orleans. It was really cool. I wish that I would have, I wish that when I went to New Orleans, I would have done one of the ghost tours, but we really didn't have that much time. There's one up here in Murfreesboro where you walk the square and they tell stories. Have you seen that? Yeah. I've passed it a few times and I really want to do it. Maybe we should do that like this weekend or something. Uh, You know, I think they actually have that lantern tour at the battlefield. This, I want to say it might be this week. I need to look. Remind me to do that later. All right. I'll remind you. Thank All you right, for y'all. calling Thanks in. For to this, even though the AC is still going. <laughs> Yay. Anyways, thanks y'all for listening to this week's episode. I've really missed being on these podcasts and we're hoping to get me on these a little bit more frequently with me not being at the house anymore, it's a little bit more difficult. And I don't have a car, so it's even more difficult. Um, but I hope that you enjoyed listening to our nice little urban legend of the Bell Witch. And, you know, if you want to be bold and try saying that you hate the Bell Witch in the mirror three times, then be our guest and let us know how it goes. But, yeah, guys, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Later. You can never sleep in traffic Just living steady panic I know cause I try asking